just two regular dudes from a state far away. I wouldn't want to live in. They DJ and lift weights. They think they are so great, but no one care about their opinions. So they start a podcast, I-O-L-T-O-S. I only like their old stuff. That's what they'd say. Whether they hate or hype, they're almost never Might not the hype is gonna be? Did you hit record? I did. Yeah. What is it? The, your mustache. <laughs> it's not though. I got the whole beard. I got like beard under here. It's just that my mustache is darker than the rest. So. Well, you need to let that mustache grow out even more. Well, I have a like. Yeah. And my wife is very like my wife. Uh, she's very uh. Welcome back, folks. Yeah, my this is what not the comedy you deserve, but the yeah. comedy you need. Yeah, really old Borat reference. Um, now my my wife like uh, n- neither one of us. My, t- wife. my wife. I knew that you would you would you would get more out of that than me. Uh, no, but neither one of us. Uh, neither one of us tells each other what to wear or whatever. Like we're not like about that it's like you do what you want you do what, you right what what you think that's like a that's like a regular that's like everybody else's marriage like oh sally here's your outfit for the day not to that degree but i do know people that like their their significant other heavily dictates what they wear and stuff um i'm not saying that's right i'm just saying that other people you know like fucking losers well this is true but uh what are they what even is that well, I don't. I, that's why I'm. I agree with you, but there are plenty of people out there. I can tell you that they right. they tell their significant other like or highly indicate what to wear or whatever. But the one thing Jackie puts her foot down about is she don't want me to just have a mustache. She, oh, really? She, yeah, that's the one thing. Like she's like she's like you can do it, but it's you, you know. And so I some consequences. Not not many. I, I don't have to like compromise very much with her. So I'm like, okay, yeah. mustache thing. So, but she likes, she's okay with it. As long as I have like the short beard underneath it. Yeah. And right now my, my beard, I didn't realize it's this white, but my beard is like almost all white and my mustache is not white at all. So it, it definitely is uh contrasting right now. Not only is it darker, but it, it is longer and it's longer on the sides. It looks like it's, yeah. uh, it looks like you got a soup strainer. Yeah, it it does. It's not honestly like the reason that I say it's not the hype is just because obviously I'm jealous. <laughs> well, you've always got a mustache. You've always yeah, got more of a mustache than me. And I, I trim my I trim mine up like a month ago. Yeah, it, you, it it is looking shorter than normal right now for you. Yeah, um, I hate it. Yeah, I uh, I'll I, grow I'll grow it for like a year. I'll get those big handlebars, yeah. and then one day I'll be like, who the fuck? do you think you are yeah get that shit and off I your march, face me i march myself into yeah. the bathroom and i take the the beard trimmer to it yeah <laughs> you're just crying while you do it just weeping just no like no you'll never be you'll never be cool <laughs> it wasn't cool when you did it the first time and it's not cool now 
And you're going to yeah. look even weirder. Now everybody's going to talk about your face again today. Now they're going to say it's gone. Um, oh, you shaved the mustache. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it actually does not go down as far. It, it ends like here, but it looks like it does because it's like a little dark right there. It does. Uh, yeah, uh, it does. It, you, it look, you know what it looks like? What? It looks like you're you need to put a cowboy hat on and go to your local theater's production of Tombstone and say, I'm your huckle bear. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I could I could uh I could people I people have often told me I'm Val Kilmer esque. So <laughs> Yeah. I love that. Man. God, if you had a dollar for every time you heard that. Mm. All the time people are like, are you related to Val Kilmer? I'm like, no. Are you no. like cousins? Yeah, I, I do make everybody. You call got that me. big. You got that big square head. I do, and the, but the jawline. You got that big the box. Jawline. Yeah, jawline. People call it a jawline. I call it a fucking Lego man head. Was <laughs> that something from the office? Doesn't he call somebody a Lego man or something? Is Lego man? Oh, does hair. he? I think he's like. I definitely didn't Lego mean man to steal that. Yeah, no, <laughs> it wasn't directly that, but I do make everybody call me Iceman now, which is a little awkward, but. uh you know, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Snowman wow. with that chin. Yeah. Call you snowman with that white ass chin, that dusty ass chin. I do. It's all the my beard was all red for a long time. Like all this was red, and then all that red. I don't know what that how that works genetically, but the the all that red turned white about five years ago. Now it's gotten even whiter. So. Well, you, what are the people listening to? What? What are we? Where, who are we? What's up? Oh, what's uh? This is I only like their old stuff. Episode number two hundred five. It's the podcast where we ask the question: What's the hype? I'm so. the puppet master. <laughs> people think I'm on the couch, but really, I'm the puppet master. What? What is that? Do you think that that was that was what you decided I'm, to start? I thought you were going to say my wife. You didn't introduce me. Sorry. Uh, I'm. Let's start again. Hello and welcome to episode number two hundred five of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we ask the question, "What's the hype?" I'm Jay Ho, and with me is Groove. <laughs> <laughs> it cut out. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, do it again. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Tim Allen has come out and said that he intends to un- unleash upon the world. Uh, that's how I saw it quoted: uh, a home improvement reboot. So your your dreams have late. come true. Your dreams have come true. Let's just get JTT back on screen, man. Yeah, where's he been, man? He's out there. He's just out there living life. He's probably having a great life. I still remember the Tiger Beat. Yeah, uh, cover story that said JTT is HOT, and I remember thinking, just like that's such a cool headline. <laughs> There's a definitive line in your life of your age where you were like, you're either one side of that line where you're like, that's the coolest headline ever, or that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. So you were like, yeah, you maybe you were right, running yep. right up on that edge of that probably about that time, and like right up on the edge. Yeah, yeah, you're totally that's right. Definitive. JTT is HOT. He was a big deal. People don't realize that. That butt cut, that wavy butt cut. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, I mean, people don't realize that. Now we got like 18 Justin Bieber's, but back then there was only room for one. You got one at a time. 
you know? Yep. And then it wasn't like it is now. We got all these channels and things and all these media, you know, whatever. Then it was like, yeah, that was the home improvement. It's the superstar from home improvement. <laughs> and he was the biggest from, star in the world from, for about a week. Yeah. TGIF's home improvement. I rode hard for some TGIF. I loved some family matters. Step by step was me. I did like step by step too. People people underrate step by step because family matters kind of overshadowed it all, you know. But I don't know. Urkel. Urkel. Did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Can we please move on? <laughs> Holy shit. I just got embarrassed. I've not been embarrassed in 205 episodes. I've that? never been embarrassed. Yeah. But the fact that both of us just quoted Urkel. Yeah, that's where we're at. <clears throat> It's like the the resin on the bottom of the weed bowl. <laughs> you scrape that all together and try yeah. to smoke it and see if it still hits at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, we don't have to talk about TGIF anymore. I'm bringing up my notes. Now. I mean, I'm game to talk about TGIF as a cultural, you know. Yeah, I moment. mean, I I was I watched it from the early days when Perfect Strangers got moved to it. That was like the first oh, incarnation. Man. I love Perfect well, Strangers. Was that the one? That wasn't the one that was the roommates, was it? Yeah, they were cousins and they were roommates. And yeah. one of them was from Greece or something, which was the, it was the, that was the farthest flung place on earth we could think of in the 80s was uh, my cousin Balky from Greece. Yeah. Um, I think he was from Greece. Yeah, I just remember like it would just being like, a, just kind of racist. He was, yeah, it's, it's uh, Brunson Pinchot from, uh, he was in Beverly Hills Cop as well, playing another, uh, culturally insensitive character i think um, yeah, he's just sick. like hey talk about borat he was just like he just had random foreigner voices how i would describe it like not, oh man not dude let me place. tell you something yeah so we had uh we had a movie night at the gym yeah so we've done two of these right we did one last october and so last yeah. october it was oh my god this is a fucking story i'm gonna i haven't told anybody this okay cool um last october okay we need to do a community event let's do a movie night while it's october so let's do a like kind of like a horror movie right you did scream last year right we did scream but we put it up to a vote right we put like five movies up on the board we came down to the final two and then we did a revote for the final two yeah scream one it was so much fun yeah because it was like kind of the movie that you could kind of you didn't you could kind of quote along to it yeah. or react to it out loud and people weren't that upset or anything. Yeah. So this year we decide that we're going to do a movie night in November Okay. because we had kind of dropped the ball. Yeah. Right. We were like meeting in October, like, Oh, we got to do a movie. Well, it's too soon to do one for October. So let's do one for November. Yeah. So, okay. Between you and me, <laughs> I go and I Google best thanksgiving movies okay yeah and i put five movies on the board i say halloween you know like november movie night november 17th yeah thanksgiving movies <clears throat> vote for yeah. one and among them was like the fantastic mr fox is that, um, a, is that a thanksgiving movie i don't know because i okay. didn't watch okay. it because I, maybe I was, maybe I thanksgiving happens in the movie yeah well, there's, that's the there, thing. There's not a lot that of Thanksgiving movies. There's not a no, lot. No, but there's a lot of movies with Thanksgiving in it. That happened. So, yeah, yeah. 
fantastic Mr. Fox, you've got mail, whatever. We land on the Adams Family Values. Yeah. Which is the sequel to the Adams yeah. Family. Yeah. That movie, many, I'd say 20% of that movie's jokes have not aged. Really? We watched it last Very, year and I don't remember that feeling that way about it. You don't but, remember feeling that way? Well, no, but. I, I I was watching it with, with a bunch of people and like, of course, I'm thinking this is at my business, yeah. you know, so I'm I like highly sensitive to like whether or not, and there was a couple of cringe moments in yeah, there okay. with respect to like <clears throat> othering and sex, okay. but yeah, yeah, okay. but the funniest thing <laughs> was like that summer camp was like, oh, the, you know, the, that that scene where not only at the summer camp where they're like, this is where kids of privilege go. I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, yeah, yeah. When they were setting up the casting for the Thanksgiving movie or play that they were doing, they chose all the pretty white girls to be the pilgrims. And they're like, okay, you kids are going to be yeah. uh, the Indians. And they're like, so-and-so. And it was all these kids of color. And yeah. then at the end, they were like, I don't even know how to say his name. Is it Jamal? 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 Yeah. And I was like, that th- that's the joke you're going with? Yeah. <laughs> like, you Yikes. don't know how to say that name? Yeah. Right. But, yo, that was a wicked fucking real scene there where they burning down the Thanksgiving. Well, she that I mean, people quote quote that part, uh, the meme part of that, of she does that badass monologue about indigenous people and how Thanksgiving is bullshit and all this stuff. And like that part has aged well, because like that was ahead of its time. But yeah, and they they burn down the why are they doing? I can't remember. Why are they doing a Thanksgiving play at summer camp? That's that's just there's no explanation. There's just just they just want the husband wrote the play. Yeah. Somebody just wanted to do that talk about how bullshit Thanksgiving is. But yeah, that, that part is kind of badass because Christina Ricci is like awesome in that scene. Um, but she did a good job in that movie. And I think, you know what I also, I didn't realize is like literally every scene with Angelica Houston has the same lighting on her face the whole time. Yeah. That's a joke. I wouldn't have gotten as a kid, but it's just hilarious. You know, it's so good. Who's the guy that plays the the husband? Raul Julia. Raul Julia. Yeah, he died. Oh, he played in Bison um, and Street Fighter. That was his last role, I think, was in Bison and Street Fighter. He died of a uh, uh, like stomach cancer or something, tragically, like yeah. young. Uh, great actor. And um, I'm watching this movie, and I I didn't realize ever before that <clears throat> the cousin Uncle Fester shaved head. Is it Uncle Fester? Uncle Fester yeah, yeah, he. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. But that's Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. I had no idea Great. as a kid. Yeah. And like all, it was like within one breath. Yeah. Of yeah, this yeah, rewatch, yeah. you know, cause I hadn't You're seen like, it since it was in theaters. That's Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. So it was a lot of, I mean, it was, you know, it was, I'm glad we watched it. I don't think I need to watch it again. It's not like a bona fide classic, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It would have been a little bit better if we had a speaker that was louder. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the second one is not as, I think the first one's more well known uh, as far as like people would just know it and you could talk over it or whatever. The second one, I don't think as many people have seen it, but I remember enjoying it, but yeah, it is hard because everything from that time period, just nothing ages well. Cause it's like, damn, we thought this was funny. Like this isn't funny. But dude, Joey, yeah. The, that movie came out in 93. 
Yeah. Yeah. There were like 12 people at this movie night and 10 of them were born after 93. That's kind of hard to believe because I don't feel like that movie is that old, but it's all we're old. So, um, dude, they're 20. That's 20 years ago. Or is that 30 years ago? 93 was 30 years ago, right? 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Yeah. Famously, what, years ago. wasn't the isn't the the Adams family the exterior of that house? Doesn't that house exist in the mountains of North Carolina? And it's on Little River Road. It is it really? Is that the actual house? Yeah, that's I house. had always heard people say that when we worked at camp, but I thought that people were just like, "It looks like the Adams family house," but that's where they shot the ex the external scenes there. Well, unless I'm house. getting fucked with real hard. I, I don't know. I never knew because I never thought to look into it that deeply. But, I mean, a lot of movies are shot in North Carolina, and a lot of movies are shot in that area of North Carolina. So that's on the – for the those of those of you listening that are here for listening, you know, of course you're listening because you're here. But uh, the camp we worked at was on Little River Road, um, David and I. So that we would drive past that house all the time, and people, the kids would say, that's the Adams family house. And I never really knew if it was like – really was or just looked like it definitely a gothic house with like the looks like the house from the smashing pumpkins video too uh like the only person that's gonna know well that's gonna be listening like mikey ain't gonna correct this and josh josh just believes in it just as firmly as i do i'm sure he does yeah yeah he don't listen anyway so that's his god yeah Yeah, that's his he phrased to the (laughs) adam's family house (laughs) all right that's okay the only thing that's real. I don't want to be d- disrespectful of anybody's religion. So, uh, not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. I actually have a movie that would be considered a Thanksgiving movie on my consuming list, but yeah, not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. Um, there is a lot of movies that have a brief Thanksgiving scene in them. If you have a family, bring the bring the 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 new girlfriend home to the family. It's often going to have a Thanksgiving scene because that's the best scene. Yeah. That's the best time to like have the awkward she's from the city type thing or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of that going on, but as far as like movies that you could call a Thanksgiving movie, there's not a lot of them. Um, no, there's that new horror movie that just got released called Thanksgiving. But are you going to go see that? Uh, we thought about going on Thanksgiving to see it, see it. And then we just didn't want to leave the house. So, uh, I will watch it. Uh, it, that, that movie is, um, so Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez did the Grindhouse film which was two parts it was death proof and whatever the other one was and that movie there was these fake trailers for fake movies trailers for fake movies in that and and they had their director friends make those and one of them was eli roth made thanksgiving and it was a joke because it was supposed to be grindhouse like this like schlocky thanksgiving horror movie and then as a lot of those trailers have gone on to be made into movies machete and i think there's been something else that 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 movie has been finally been made too so has a connection to that. I heard it was good for, as a horror movie. You're not really into horror movies that much, so I'm it not, may not be your but it thing. Looks like fun. Yeah, it's like a. I heard it's like it cla- looks like Scream, classic slasher stuff. Um, yeah, they say it's classic it's, slasher it's, stuff in the best way, and uh, so yeah, I, I want to watch it yeah. sometime. Yeah, yeah. Um, we watched uh, uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. We do that every year. And uh, is that the is that the one on your consuming? No, no, no. But uh I always get I always get enraged at how shitty Charlie Brown's friends are. 
you know, and that's yeah. they they invite themselves over for Thanksgiving dinner, and then Charlie Brown's dog, incredible dog. Okay, Snoopy doesn't get enough credit. Charlie Brown's dog cooks them a Thanksgiving dinner. Now, granted, it's toast and jelly beans. Good dog. But the dog made it. If my dog cooked me toast, I'd be like, yeah, I'd rather have had a pizza, but this is awesome, Odie. Um, you know, but whatever. Uh, and then they're just Did like, Charlie Brown. Yeah, our dog's name's Odie. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking. I, I thought you were like misnaming, misnaming Snoopy. Snoopy. I was mixing I was like, up my cartoons. Oh, I, yeah, no, I'm glad you yeah. clarified that. No, our dog is named Odie is after Odie isn't from Odie Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, he's the dog okay. from Garfield. Yeah. So. When, he's when, a fun, that's a that's what that's a lot of dogs. A lot, a lot of dogs to name your dog after. Odie is not a not a, an expected a well known dog name. Yeah, you wouldn't. Not, not a lot of people. Well say known. That. A lot of. No, but like not a lot of people call their dog Odie. A lot of people would name their dog Snoopy, I would argue. But I would say like not right. a ton. I'm, I'm trying Odie. to make fun of you. Okay, Just well my understand that I'm trying to make my fun. wife named the dog so, or she actually the dog right, was well, named when she got the dog. So then um, I take it back. Yeah, whatever. He had his ears did like the Odie thing when he was when he was a baby. It so. is a it is a well known dog name, but you're right. It isn't that common. Yeah, not a lot of people are. A lot of people call their beagle Snoopy. You know. But not a lot of people were calling their dog Odie. But Odie's not a real dog, though. Snoopy's breed? not a real dog. What kind of what kind of breed is? Oh, uh, what kind Odie? of breed is Odie? I don't know. Yeah, Cartoon yeah. Snoopy dog. is a is notably a beagle. It's referenced as a beagle, but I don't know what my 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 Garfield lore has fallen by the wayside over the years. So I don't really know. But yeah, but anyway, Charlie Brown, get better friends. There's Charlie Brown. You're such an idiot. Like y'all invited yourself to my Thanksgiving and my dog made you Thanksgiving dinner. And now you're mad about it. Get out of my, get out of my house. Fuck you. All those cartoons are just like, Charlie Brown, you're such a dummy. And it's like, well, it's just like, I, the man just wants to kick the football. Like, what are you talking about? He's not a dummy. Just a regular dude. Charlie, why are you bald? Yeah. Yeah. You're so bald, Charlie Brown. He's 10 years old. Ten, because he's stressed out about your yeah. You guys, yeah, y'all are making him lose his hair from just stress. Um, yeah. Anyway, Girl, what's a what's your uh, hype? Oh, let me pull it up. Other people Spotify wrapped. Yeah, have you have you? Yeah. I I was gonna talk about. I wanted to talk about that today. Uh, it's actually on my list. It's not as my hype. Um. I got my. Oh, are you going to be on the other side of the fence? No, no, no. I like, I like, I think it's a cool thing, and I like to see people's stuff. So, yeah, there's like there yeah. was that initial kind of like delight <clears throat> when it first happened, and then like I feel like over the past two or three years, everybody's like, "Oh, you're celebrating giving all your data to a company." Oh, like, motherfucker, God, you yeah. type it on the same fucking phone that I'm that I got. Yeah, you posted you that on. You posted that on Twitter, you idiot. Like, yeah, yeah it's like. Yeah. So, and then it's like, yeah, I want to see that shit. Like, this is fun. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's cool. It's it. Yeah, it's an interesting so, way to use. It. They're gonna get your Spotify, your data anyway. At least use it and show me what you've collected. Um. Yeah, I know, think. Uh, I think. Uh, I think it's been really fun this morning. Just like seeing what people are into. I don't expect to like 
learn anything new with respect to music, but I like music. I like to know what you like. Yeah. I've had some surprises um, as it related to who listened to what. Yeah. Like there's this disc golf guy that I follow who's, he's like a a kind of a friend. He plays disc golf locally. But this past year, he was on tour. He was a camera operator for the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Oh, wow, yeah. So he's kind of like kind of connected. He's always yeah. been kind of connected in yeah. the like he's friends with pros, and I. I'm surprised I you don't hate him. He, I'm surprised you don't hate him for that. There's a little bit of you that hates him, isn't it? Is that I, yeah? I know no, you. There's yeah, a little bit of, of you that's like that's why I didn't say we were friends. Like, you know, what I'm yeah, saying? fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. His his number two musician this year was Outcast. Oh, okay. Well, I can't I can't uh, yeah. can't hate on that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, so you know, I don't know. It's just fun, and so I'm I'm here to support it. You know, yeah. if you've got any reservations about, you know, I mean, of course, you ain't gonna publish this episode from till Christmas, but yeah. you know, come I Christmas know. time, people are gonna hear that I supported them and their decision to share their music. Taste. Yeah. Yeah, there is there is that sort of backlash to it that has happened. But I think feel like that kind of like peaked like last year or the year before, and now we're just like, yeah, get over it. Like people are posting it. Like, move on. Maybe. So somebody did post a tweet of like, uh, mine is the only one that matters because I'm the protagonist of life or whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I saw I that, saw one like, that said like, like so all right, I saw I saw a tweet that was like, yo, Spotify just Spotify just emailed me and said you won. <laughs> you won. Yours was the best. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. That's awesome. Oh man! So I haven't encountered that many this morning. So I need to like get on Twitter and look at some people that I follow and stuff and see. And I'm sure people be. I didn't even realize that was today the day they released it. Yeah, I looked at it this morning, but just because I had seen some people talking about it, I feel like it's earlier than it normally is. I thought it was like December first when they released it. But they got to take you by surprise, you yeah. know, so you don't like spend the last month trying to balance it out. Well, that's the thing though is I do spend the last month usually listening to a lot more mu- new music because we do our wrap up at the end of the year, so it kind of misses all that for me. But it's fine. Um. Well, I like this year. For the first time this year, they had a slide that was like, people here are what listen, like, you're, they said, like, they give you a town, like, this is where people live that have your music taste. Ah, yeah. And what? mine was Bo- Bozeman, Montana. <laughs> I, that probably tracks. I think that probably tracks, you know. Sure, sure. You got that kind of alt country thing going on with all your stuff. Sure, whatever. You know. Uh, so what's what's up? What's, what's your, your what, how about do you want to go over your your wrapped? What well see, I don't one of the reasons I'm liking everybody else's wrapped is because I think like uh as far as the breakdown is concerned, I think I only listen to Spotify for like one third of my music. Yeah. As you know, the nugs and bandcamp are so much more prevalent. Yeah. Right. In my daily yeah, listening. So it didn't, that not I, accurate. I think it was a little bit off. It's yeah. not as accurate, but it's generally <laughs> accurate. I mean, I'll tell you, because <clears throat> I had a, I have another buddy that sent me his top albums of the year. Yeah. Right as I was going through my own Spotify rap. 
And it turned out all my all my top songs were from one album. Okay. And it's gonna be my album of the year, I guess, because that's what the data says. And I'm completely taken by surprise. This is like the most surprising thing about my music listening this entire year. So going up to the Newport Folk Festival of this past summer, there's other friends that are going right there with a group of people. And one of the people like the choice for one afternoon was either Lana Del Rey or Gregory Allen Isakov. Yeah. And one person in the group was like, I'm going to go catch that Gregory Allen Isakov. Yeah. And I kind of like, I'm not proud of this, but I kind of like snorted and I was like, really, you're going to, you're going to go see him. Like I had seen him in concert before yeah, and I wasn't especially impressed. Yeah. His music is beautiful, but it doesn't grab my attention. I will listen to him from time to time back when like, you know, some of his earlier albums came out. It was like, this is of a type, which is that kind of like, soothing melodic but kind of you know candidly kind of background music kind of samey yeah and yeah, yeah kind of samey <laughs> every, you know if you like the one song you're gonna like the album because yeah. probably the album's gonna sound like that yeah right the whole album and mm-hmm. and then like so the newport was like july i think in august or september he released his new album that's my fucking album of the year dog. really wow spoiler yeah. alert yeah top five songs on my spotify wrapped are all off that, off album, that album because really? i listened to albums beginning to end you know what i mean yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah what's the guy's uh, like name my again little, what's the name again the little thing at the end says you know what's your music personality or whatever it says your concentration is absolute you like to play albums all the way through from the opening track to the final note I'm like yeah that's what but but yeah, dude, the album is so good. Yeah. And my buddy who sent me his top albums of the year, right as I said that, <clears throat> right, like right as I was like yeah. seeing my own rap, you know, he doesn't even have it on there. Wow. <laughs> and I said, it's like you don't even know who Gregory Allen Iscoff is. Because this guy's album list is pretty good. Yeah. Like half of the albums I know and love and the other half of the albums I've listened to once or twice and have deep respect for. So was he, was this the same Um, person that saw that went to go see that person over Lana Del Rey? No. Okay. This is a different person. Okay. That's a different person. This is a dude that I've barely ever talked to. Yeah. Okay. He became friends with my friends in college, but I didn't go to that college. So I hung out with him maybe five times. Okay. Yeah. Like he was deep into music. Yeah. And so we will text each other twice a year. Yeah. He'll send me, he'll send me some album that he's excited that's cool. about. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So anyway, as that's, far as the other, I, like, so as far as the other person, I would rather listen to my washing machine than Lana Del Rey. So I fully support going to see whoever else. Here's uh, the thing. Does, I don't but, particularly love her music, yeah. but when am I ever going to have a chance to see her? Ever yeah. Again? Yeah. Right. That's, I mean, there's something to be said for that. I don't, I mean, I actually don't hate her music, but I just don't, it does nothing for me. It, 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 it creates almost no reaction for me. My number four top artist yeah. is a band I've, I've never <laughs> heard of. Really? <laughs> Was it accidental? 
I don't What's know. the name of the Let's man? Playlist. What's the man? Smooth Hound Smith. Never heard of that. Sounds like somebody. That sounds AI generated. That's a, that's yeah. a prank. Yeah. Spotify is pranking yeah, me. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to unpack yours or is that? Well, let me say, let me go ahead and do my hype and then we'll, we'll talk about this a little further in one of my other things. Sure. Uh, My hype and this is very simple was that instead of we, we agonized over whether we were going to my, my family's uh, house for Thanksgiving or Jackie's family, Mm -hmm. we decided to stay home and it was the best decision ever hung out with each other. Didn't make a Turkey, made a chicken. Made all the sides, Ooh. Thanksgiving sides, the way we want. We actually didn't even make that much. We bought a bunch of stuff, and it was awesome. It was low stress. Had a wonderful day. Did not dread the holiday. Watched the parade. Uh, you know, watched Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Uh, that was awesome. And it was fun. I had a nice time. So I was, I was, you know, that's the thing about the holidays, I think, makes me. <sighs> it's the same thing about birthdays, is the, the pressure of like, do the thing and have fun and make sure, and then it's going to be awkward and everybody's going to get mad and they're going to be mad if you're not there and this and that. If you just let that go and just be like, it's just going to be what it is for me, is like, I just had a good time. So uh, that was my. I love to hear so, it. Yeah. It was, I celebrate that. Yeah. I think it was, I mean, that's what a, the holiday like that should be about. It's like, just relaxing i think but whatever um yeah anyway that's that my not the hype is my wrapped and not wrapped in general but my wrapped it's just because it's so not representative i guess it is representative of my year but i and i think i said this on one of the episodes recently i listened to probably less music this year than i ever have in my whole life and i think it's probably what were you gonna say that's sad. It is, but I think it's like, I think it's like PTSD from DJing for 10 years consistently. And then this year was like the least amount of DJing I've done for the year. And I think I just gave myself the year off of like, I don't have to listen to music. So I'm just going to like enjoy the silence. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds sad or whatever, but like, I still love music, whatever. But I am kind of bummed that like, I don't think my rap is accurate. In the same way yours is not, but for a different reason. Uh, it, it said that I listened to 9,922 minutes, which yours, even at a third of your listening, is probably like 40,000 or something. So uh, It was up there. Like It was up there. I don't know if I still have. Uh, yeah, well, 20,000. Yeah, yeah so. but that's only a third of your, I mean, a quarter yeah, of your think, listening maybe or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like obviously my minutes were low. Um <laughs> the people on my list were like, I think I listened to this mostly last year, not this year. Yeah. But I think the uh, most so I my top artists were let's go through my artists. Number five was Death Cab for Cutie, getting ready for the concert. Well, we you, got, you were you. getting excited for I the was, concert. Yeah, yeah. I have another friend who went to the <laughs> concert in New York. Yeah. That was his number five. Yeah. And I saw that today and I was like, he went to the got concert. Ready for the concert. Number four was De La Soul, because uh, one of the one of the members of De La Soul passed away this year, and that coincided with them finally having their music released on digital uh, on on Spotify. And so, like, part of that was me supporting them because they said, "Please go listen to our music," so that like we rack up a bunch of view- listens immediately. And so I just had it on all the time. I also was like sad that uh, Doy the Dr- the Dove or whatever the guy for the guy that passed away. You know, plug three or whatever died 
Um, and yeah, it really meant a lot to you. He did. I remember his name perfectly. I remember it. No, but I, I was bummed that I see, I see them as a whole. I don't think of them as separate, but whatever. It's like, no, but I I was, you know, it was like a a group that was important to me as a kid or in high school, you know? So they were on there and and none of these, I'm not upset about any of these artists being on here, but I just think this like, well, this is what I always listened to. So it wasn't anything new or revealing. It wasn't like the year that fish was my number two or whatever. Uh, Maybe fish was my number one that year. Like it was like, there were no surprises. Um, Number three was jawbreaker. Of course, you know, it's one of my favorite bands. Number two was the fruit bats. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And it's because I got obsessed with that, Siamese Dream cover album again and just had okay. it on in the background all the time for like two months. Like, which I'll write, I think that that that's like a great cut. That thing is such an awesome piece of art because it's it's such a cool interpretation of an entire album and done a different way, so different that it's like a yeah. different thing. Um, and it's revealed things I, to me about the original album that I never knew, like lyrics and stuff that I didn't hear in the original album. Um, what were you going to say? I love it. I, no, I, I, I love that take. I'm with you. Like, I really don't always love covers that do that, that completely reinvent the song, but I yeah. always respect them. It can be hit or miss. I'm also yeah. the other way. Like if it's too close to the original song, why are you even doing this cover? Um, Yep. So it's like there's all there's a balance in that. And there's like you swing for it and you miss and you're like the thing is is like when you do a cover, you don't want to take away the sort of like guts of the song, like the thing that makes it wonderful, you know, like the thing that makes you love it. You gotta like right. put the twist on that to make it work. And uh the fruit bats do it with uh they 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 interpret some of the themes, the sonic themes of the album in a way that like is really that's just a great album. Like, even if you don't, if you've never heard of the Fruit Bats, go listen to that. If you like Smashing Pumpkins at all, you like Siamese Dream. Or even if you don't, it's just a good chill out yeah, album. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, maybe, it, maybe you, you don't like Smashing Pumpkins. You may not Pumpkins. need to like the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. It's just a cool album. It's Siamese Dream, and it's just a straight, in order cover of the whole album. Um, So that was on there. And I wasn't disappointed in that because I was like, oh, okay, at least that's something cool that was on there. And then number one was People Under the Stairs which I listened to a lot last year um, because that's, that's like uh that's like uh you've been planning for it all year to make yourself look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If I was going to try to be cool, I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's just not a lot of people know people under the stairs, you know, it's just indie underground hip hop that was real big. And you know, there's known for the You wouldn't know who they are. Um, it, it does line up with you that. We know that one song. Yeah, it it is because that one song like Acid Raindrops. Acid Raindrops, yeah, yeah. yeah. That and uh San Francisco Nights is the other song that they were known for. But no, nope. no, uh, they just got the one. They just had the one song. Uh, <laughs> I listened to their and it's funny. I listened to their la- their final album because uh, one of them passed away last year, which is why I listened to them so much last year. Uh, but I've listened to their final album, which is not known as like a classic album by them or anything, but it's really good. Uh, I think that I listened to it a lot because Jackie liked it a lot. So we listened to it while we're cooking and stuff. Um, And they have that album has a a song called family ties and it uses the family ties theme song as the sample in it. It's really good. Um, So that was my top five artists. And then uh, it, uh, 
I mean, I listened to other stuff this year. That's the thing, you know? Um, but whatever, it's fine. Um, I just don't think it's representative of my year. I feel like I'm missing out because I feel like everybody else, and I'm going to enjoy listening, seeing everybody else's list, but I feel like I'm kind of missing out a little bit, you know? Like, I, I'm happy with those artists being on the list, but, like, I don't know if it's an accurate portrayal of, like, what I listen to, you know? Right after I saw the tweet that said, Spotify hit me up and said you won, the yeah. next tweet was, quote, my Spotify rap sucks, end <laughs> quote. And then a new quote, motherfucker, you're the one listening to it. <laughs> and that's exactly true. Um, yeah. And I, and, and I wouldn't say that mine doesn't suck. I'm happy with it. It's stuff I listen to, but it feels very much like last year. So I don't know what last year's was. I will say the most interesting, all of the, the songs are from these albums I've talked about, but Number four on my top songs is an outlier. It's uh, Check It Out by John Cougar Mellencamp. Um, and the reason why is because I listened to the Bear soundtrack a lot this year. Yeah. Because um, uh, that, that soundtrack is so good. And that, that uh, I think my favorite scene in the Bear is when that Check It Out is playing. It's, it's, it's at the end of the hot dog episode where they go and do the hot dogs at the, uh, the uncle's house. Oh yeah! And, Isn't that season one? <laughs> it's season one, but uh, we rewatched yeah. it. I think, um, and we rewatched okay. the season, and I love that because they they go and they, they the party gets fucked up, and then they come home back to the restaurant, and the rest of the crew is there, and they have like this dinner with them, and they play that check it out song. It's it's the song that has the Zydeco thing going in the background. It's very like lines with like the there's a very particular type of music that is in the bear yeah it has a particular type of like string arrangements and a lot of stuff and that's one of the like beauties of it is there's like cohesiveness to it it's like this john cougar mellencamp song fits with the rem songs they use which fits with the wilco songs that they use but other john cougar mellencamp songs wouldn't fit with that it's very hard to describe but um yeah anyway i thought it was interesting that that song was on there and that's just because of that soundtrack so yeah that's cool I mean, my only surprise was who the fuck is smooth hand, whatever the hell. Yeah. Smooth, smooth hound Smith. Smooth hound Smith. I don't Smith. get it. Did you look up I'll any also, of the songs? Not yet. Not yet. Cause I looked at my rap like maybe 20 minutes before this. Let me type it in. Let me, oh, I'm looking it up surely, right now. Surely one of those songs <laughs> is on my. Well, it's not know, just one dude. Like, it looks like it's two people. Yeah. It's a guy and a girl. That. Life oh, you know fair? what it is? Oh my Life God. Holy years? shit. Oh my God. What? Get this. The guy. I'm just looking at their picture. Yeah. It's a guy and a the girl. Guy, yeah. But the guy has a solo album okay. or solo stuff. And I connected with him and asked him to come play at the house. Oh, uh, okay. And he's he's trying to make it work. Like okay. we have a tentative okay. date. And his solo stuff is, um, he's got this song. So his solo, he goes by the name of ZG Smith. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you need to go search Nighttime Animal by ZG Smith. You're going to love that song. Everybody's going to love that song. ZG Smith. That's just a great song. Um, Nighttime Animal by ZG Smith. Yeah. Uh, so that's where you got that from then you were listening to his stuff and well one of the songs from that smooth hound smith is on a playlist of mine okay 
a little note of like, uh, I think the right kind of pride. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't being like egotistical about this, but somebody tagged me in their story today. Their top two songs were from my spring playlist. I think that you should be proud of that. I think that's like, yeah, it was neat. It was like, yeah. Hey, that's really cool. You know? Yeah. I mean, my, my Somebody, musical, I don't, my musical tastes over the past, how long have we been recording the podcast again now? Almost three years now since we restarted. Well, since we restarted. Yeah. 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 That my musical taste has it definitely been influenced by recording with you and hearing you get excited about things. Like I would never yeah. listen to goose. I would never listen to a lot of the stuff that I've listened to because of that. And I'm Fruit sure bats, you, Fruit bats. I would not have listened to that. I got that from yeah. you from this. Um, and you know where I got fruit bats from? What? Mikey. Okay. I, Mikey I, is that tracks. The, Mikey is my muse. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, I mean, I find it, stuff on my own, but everything that Mikey has ever recommended to me, and I'm not even scared to say this because that man's ego is healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Hip, yeah. Everything cool that he's ever recommended has been, yeah. Mikey's man, Mikey has cool tastes and everything. So, it's yeah, like, yeah. He's just like it's a shame he's such a dud. Otherwise, you know he's what just I mean. Such like, a imagine yeah. If he was yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah, if really. he was clever too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if he was funny. Oh man, if he was funny, it'd be all over. Just be all over. It'd be all over for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've gotten stuff from Mikey before too, and yeah, I mean. I uh, you should be proud that you, so that you know your stuff came from from your it was just neat it yeah, was cool it was cool um what was your number one song then for the year on oh, your on question. your Spotify oh it was it's I think it's the opening song from that Greg and Alan Isakoff gotcha. it was um no it was before the sun which is <clears throat> my number one song I played twenty six times this year okay. I don't know. I, I think don't know my most people's here. number one song they played probably triple digits. But if I played it 20, 26 times, that's how little I'm listening to Spotify. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I did wind up in the <laughs> top one percent of Grateful Dead listeners. Okay. But my assumption yeah. is that if you include any other form of media, that number drops significantly right. from either nugs or like physical media yeah. listeners yeah like no way because i'm imagining most of the people that saw jerry in 94 they're not listening, listening yeah, to, um, on spotify probably you know not I mean? um so, yeah uh, my my top five music like five was brent cobb he released a new <clears> album <throat> back in september that's shit hot that weird ass smooth house smith is yeah. number four number three his gold messenger dropped the last yeah. two years, I was in the top 0.05 listeners yeah. of Physical Messenger. This year, he's dropped to number three. Number two is Gregory Allen Isakoff. Number one was Grateful Dead. Okay. Gotcha. So, essentially, uh, ex like kind of like no surprises there. Yeah. I'm surprised Touch of Grey wasn't on my top songs because I've listened to that song a lot this year. Great song. That's uh, my favorite. You know, you know, it's my favorite. Um, my number one song was Family Ties by People Under the Stairs, which uh you okay. should you should listen to that song. I think you it's a, it's kind of a I don't know, it's see if you like it. That whole album's kind of like that that song, and it's it's good. I like it. Um it's like matured hip hop stuff. Like it's kind of like they're talking about being adults, right? Rather than like, yeah, trying to be cool or whatever. It's like real, like, 
whatever, but I, I like it a lot. I was having this conversation. Uh, I, I was actually having this conversation at the gym with a couple of the other coaches about like, who's the greatest rapper of all time. Mm-hmm. And these two guys that were talking with me are both just now 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they were like, we don't ever really listen to Tupac or Biggie or Jay-Z. For them, it was Kendrick. A lot of people but say we were- Kendrick now. And I'm it kind of flabbergasts me because like, I hold him in very high regard, but he would never be in my kind of discussion of best of all time, but maybe he should be. Yeah, they made a pretty compelling case. But the thing that that I, and I was talking to Papo about this actually too the other day about like, do I really want to listen to a rapper that's 40, 45 years old talking about what 45 year olds do? Like personally, not really. Not not really in general. Hear, no. Like, no, not in general. No, and and you know. Anyway, I don't want to go too much. But that's deeper into that's that why. And, but that's know. why so many hip hop artists retire at thirty five. You know, a lot yeah, of but people. Like Jay Z didn't. You he know, didn't. But Jay Z didn't. Busta Rhymes is still making music. Eminem's still making music. Yeah. But a lot of their peers did do that, that I've still hold high regard and haven't like ruined their legacy through releasing. That's and that's why I'm okay with Andre stuff, releasing that flute album. I am too. Yeah, we haven't talked about that yet, but like I hold that in the same. Well, let, we'll let's get to we'll talk about that in consuming. But okay. anyway, uh, my number, I, my, <laughs> I feel like my Spotify was broken, my rap was broken because it said. You listen to one genre of music this year. One. <laughs> one. How is that even possible? There's no way I just listened to one. It must count the most pop, the most that you listen to, because there's no way I didn't listen to, because People Under the Stairs is on my top songs, but it said you listen to rock. That's it. Rock. Like, rock. Just rock. Like, yeah, man. I just love some Stained. Listen to Stained. <laughs> you listen to... Can you take me higher? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rock. rock. What is rock? Uh, I just, uh, uh, you know, well, I don't know, but that's that's what it says. So, um, yeah. Uh, what's your hype still out? Oh, did you, did you say what your not the hype was? You I didn't. Didn't, you didn't say. You didn't have one. Okay. I don't have one. You're not the hype. I'm still out. All right. So there's this like, okay, I've talked about this girl at the gym. She's like 23, 24 years old. She's hilarious. And she loves dancing. She'll like go to dance class and stuff like that. I saw a video of a guy doing this maybe two months ago. And I was like, wow, this is the coolest new dance move I've seen in like 25 years. And it's called the glide. And it's basically like moonwalking forward. Yeah. And, but you're doing it almost like you're running and yeah. it looks like you're never touching the ground. Yeah. And she sent me the video and she was like, can we do this? And I'm determined to learn how to glide. And I want to glide really bad because it looks so cool. And I never could moonwalk. So yeah. the hype still out is whether or not I actually learn how to glide. And then whether or not video evidence of that will ever hit the internet. I will give you credit. You're, uh, you were twerking before twerking was popular. That's true. I've seen you twerk at a wedding before many times. Uh, you know, <laughs> you can drop it low. You know, 
You know I've got about. like yeah. I've I've you know <clears throat> all I've got with respect to dancing is rhythm and hips. Yeah, yeah. That's no, you, 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 I would I would rank you high amongst my friends as far as like if I had to pick one person to be to do the dance off. You'd be up there. Like it, you, there's a there. you're in a you're in a, a a a a fight for your life, and they come to you and they say you choose one person to be your victor. Yeah, I find myself in the beat it video, and they're they're like you got to have somebody I would, I would that's gonna Papa. fight. Yeah, you would, yeah, Papa can he Papa. can t- that yeah the man can dance. I'll give him that. Yes, he knows how to move. He, he that can. Body. Yeah, 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 yep. What's your hype still out? My hype still out is a couple movies that are out that are too long for me, but I want to watch them. But you know, let me tell you, let me tell you, I did so much work in the lead up to Thanksgiving weekend because I knew like I had a lot on my plate for Thanksgiving weekend. Ooh, like that pun. But so I like I finished like so much work and I had like nothing left to do yeah and here comes monday and i've been dreading monday because the weekend was like i had a great thanksgiving holiday you know i didn't travel for the first time in like eight years yeah see there you go i had friends come over on like friday and saturday and i woke up sunday morning i was like man it's like the day after christmas like yeah you know like it's like all the fun was over you know yeah and then um and then i'm like damn monday but i still had friends we had friends come over on Sunday too, yeah. and we went for like a big two-hour walk in the woods, and it was great. That's and, cool. And I was like, man, I'm going to work 13 hours on Monday. It's going to kind of suck, whatever. And I go to work, and like my morning session was finishing up kind of early, and I was like, you know what I could do right now? So I could sneak away and go to a movie oh. at the mall downtown, yeah. and I could maybe get back. And my fuck, every single fucking movie is two and a half hours yeah, long. Yeah, like, I can't get back to be on time. No, much less Killers of the Flower Moon, which I was like determined to go see in the yeah. theaters. That's, but no, I can't go to a one o'clock and get out at four thirty. I got to be at the gym at four. Yeah, they fucked you up with that. I, these long movies, I rant about it all the time. But damn. And it's Martin Scorsese. I'm okay with the long movie, but I he burned me with the Irishman. That was a two hour movie oh. that was three hours long. Like, come on now. <laughs> like, I just like, but so there's Killers of the Flower Moon, which I want to see. Yeah. I still haven't seen Oppenheimer. Nope, I want to see that. Also three hours yeah. long. Um, and and then Napoleon. Which is That's the Ridley two hours Scott and forty-seven joint. minutes or something like it that. It is. I think it's three hours and five minutes actually. Oh uh, it God. is that that too. And I've heard it is terrible, but I've heard it's terrible in a delicious way. That's like really, yeah. I've heard it's like, well, you got to experience this. Uh, I've heard it described oh as blisteringly paced, but also miserably slow and boring. And in the same review, they said that. They said somehow <laughs> it is blisteringly paced, but also miserably slow and boring um i can't wait but it is just like batshit crazy apparently and you know joaquin phoenix is gonna joaquin phoenix is napoleon you so i got there you go is this a saturday live skit no it's fine i'll watch it still it's fine um yeah so these these movies i like i really want to see them in the theater because they're very cinematic movies but there's also that old part of me that's like old man that's like ah, i could just watch them on streaming and i can pause them halfway through you yep. know, and like I know that's sacrilegious or whatever, but uh, there's something about that. I love a I man. 
there's something beautiful when we do our Halloween marathon thing that Jackie and I do in October, when we watch the eighties horror movies and they're 80 minutes long. And I'm like, this is, this is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's 85 minutes, 90 minute movie. It's just, it just says what it wants to say. It gets done and we're out of there. Done. Yeah. By the time I look at my watch, it's like, Oh, the credits are on, you know, it just it's yeah. a testament to right my, when you start to feel like i could yeah. be yeah i could yeah and then it's it's like oh it's over oh wow that was great just you know um i think part of that is my attention span uh is ruined by you know social media and stuff i don't know maybe part of that is maybe. also just people are being too indulgent with their movies yeah but, a little bit you know, both whatever um that's a really good, that's a really good height still out. Cause I am, I am, I too, I'm going to like, I mean, furthermore, like I just, I just don't really have like the time. Like I used to go to the movie every Friday, like without fail. I went to the movie every Friday for like 15 years. Yeah. And I just don't really, I mean, part of it is my commute. Sure. But like, yeah. if it was more important to me, I would make time for it. I imagine, you know, but I just have been so out of the habit. Like I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to see Oppenheimer in the theaters. That's one yeah. that needs. And I might even go see Barbie in the theaters. Like everybody, that was a big moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just passed me on by. Yeah, I feel sad that I didn't take, like that was a celebration of going to the movies and I didn't do that. And I love going, the, going to the movie theater is awesome. It also sucks in a lot of ways, but in the ways that it's awesome, it makes me feel like I've done something and I feel like, I feel like I'm getting on a roller coaster. I'm about to go for a ride here. And I'm so damn passive when it comes to watching movies. Yeah. I'm such like, I'm such an audience member that directors want. Yeah. I'm not trying to figure out how they made it. I'm not trying to figure out who did it. I'm not trying to anticipate the story. I'm just letting it wash over me like a high tide rising. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I want to experience it. And it's different when you do that at home. You can't, it's not, it's not the same. When you go to the theater, it's different. That that whole like just let me have an experience. I yeah. did. I do have plans to go to a movie. You want to hear about this? Sure. What is it? On December twenty third. Okay. I'm getting in the car with one Bill Ambler. Okay. I'm in. We are driving to the freshly minted, newly opened Alamo Draft House in Boston. Ooh. And we're going to watch Michael Mann's cinematic masterpiece, Miami Vice. Hey, that's that sounds awesome. Bill's a big fan of that movie as well. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. He's both just a Michael both Mann. ironically and unironically. Yes, yes. He is talking. It about works it on both levels. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is the last time, like I actually <clears throat> probably the last five times I've been to the movie theater, four of them have been with Bill. Bill. Y'all went to see Heat last and, year. Uh, we we went down to New York yeah, City yeah. to Tribeca Film Festival yeah. and watched Heat yeah. with like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro yeah. doing an interview before it was, Michael Mann was supposed to be there as well, but he got COVID and he yeah. was in he was in Italy filming the new Ferrari movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's cool. So yeah, that's I'm here to. I'm I'm fucking stoked about that's that. That's gonna be hype. So that's that's on the hype side. Not, not yeah, that's not hype still out. This hype, yeah. Gotcha. Go ahead and lock that in. About a, yeah. I mean, because I think the movies at four thirty. He was like, I think he might need to pick me up at two o'clock. Yeah, I was like, sick. Yeah. So I'm going to pick him up at two o'clock, 
going to take us an hour and a half probably to get to Boston. We'll be at the Alamo, you know, from three to four thirty, just like bullshit and hoping that the day goes slow. Yeah. Watch that movie. Then another hour and a half drive back, please. With Bill. Give me a so double serving like, of yeah, Bill. Just, just please just like live stream that or something for me. So yeah. the GoPro. Well, the GoPro. fucking fly up. We'll fly yeah. up. We'll pick I, you up hey. at Logan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll just fly. Yeah, just come get me. Just come get me. I'll fly back the same day. Yeah. <laughs> that that's awesome. That sounds like a great time. Um, yeah. I love Michael Mann films. Um I'll cool. see you before I see Bill. You will, yeah, you will, because you'll be here in a couple right. weeks. So. Two weeks. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be good. Um let's get into consuming. Let's go ahead and kick it yeah. off with this Andre 3000 album. Uh, it's okay. called New Blue Sun. Is that what it's called? Something, Don't blue, ask sun. Me. Something blue Sun. It's the I flute. put it on that morning. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this is pleasant. Yeah. And then I never went back to it. I did the same. I listened to it. I was like, I was like, well, this is interesting. Uh, it's, I, I did, it's the same way that I feel about some eras of Radiohead's music to where Radiohead was so important to me for their first like three albums. And then the kid a era of them, which a lot of people highly regard was like, not for me. I was like, uh, this to me, this isn't good, but I respect their ability to make it because they made this other stuff. Like they did, they put, pay their dues and made this other stuff and you earn the right as an artist to go do the thing you want to do then, you know? And which, I mean, artists don't owe me anything, but as far as the audience goes. I was, like, was going to make that joke. Man. I know, well, thank God they earned the right for they, that you gave them that. You know what I'm saying, though? It's like, okay, yeah, you I did know. the thing, and I, and, and I don't want you to just remake the same thing over and over and over again. Like, you, you don't have to do that. Like, there are some bands that do that, and I'm happy with it. But I respect the bands that, like, want to go do something else. And it's like, yeah, go do your thing. And I can respect that. I can appreciate that as, like, an Andre 3000 thing. But also be like, man, I really wish this was another Outcast album. But also, kind of glad this isn't another Outcast album because what is you know the, the the potential of that to be bad is high. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sure, I this do. is the thing, and it's fine. And he wanted to do it, and like there were some great jokes that came out of it. I will I will grant people there were some hilarious jokes about you know, the greatest lyricist of all time and we're going to get a flute album, you know, <laughs> but yeah. still like, I think he's earned the right to do that and good for him. Like I'll, I'm, I'll put I'm it in you. the background I, somewhere and enjoy it again sometime, you know, you what? I think, uh, I I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I guess I get it, but like, I don't really understand how people could be like, Oh, we want this thing. It's like, dude, dude's been not rapping for a long time. I think and it's, he's yeah. self-aware enough to know that, like, if you if he released that, it would be the same people that would be like, oh, he fell off. Yeah, though, totally. There, there's yeah, no winning. It's the there. same people. Yeah. Um, he he said in the it, that he did a big interview for the source or somebody GQ. and GQ. Yeah, and he said he said he said at my age, what am I gonna rap about? Getting a prostate exam. Like, you know, and I I respect that. I think that the problem lies in, and this is just, he had to do it this way to generate hype. But when you say Andre 3000 is dropping a new album and then it comes out and it is this flute album, it's a shock. It's a shock to the Mm -hmm. system. It's the people that have that 
that reverence for him, you know. And he's he is in my list of top lyricists of all time. Like he's you know he's up there for me. But you know I he he ain't got to do the same thing over and over again. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what's he got to what's he got to do to say anymore? Like he's saying it through this other style of music. That's fine. Oh um, yeah. And and it, and it's a it's a chilled out good instrumental album of you know like I don't want to just like jam out to it, but. I'll put it on in the background at some point. I'll put it on in the background while I'm making dinner or something, and I'll probably be like, "Well, that's really good." It's just pleasant. It's like, yeah, it's pleasant. Fine, sure. Um, what else you been consuming? Um, all right. So I got a thing. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna I'm gonna set the table a little bit. Okay, this is a little bit. I'm a little bit embarrassed by this, but then I've also been talking this whole time about like. Whatever, I'm happy for other people. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> so I've been trying it like so we got a I say this, like trying to come up with a series of movies that I can put on between basically Halloween and New Year's every year. Yeah. <clears throat> And I want at least like a five year rotation. Yeah. Of like this year, I'm going to rewatch The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I'm going to do that at some point from, from, you know, kind of November 1st until January 1st. Yeah. It's, it's dark outside, it's cold, there's not as much to do. So, you know, so I, you know, I've, I've been developing this list and, and because I got so into it. So, so I, I, well, you know, two years ago, I watched Harry Potter. Last year, I watched Lord of the Rings. Those are pretty canonical, you know, yeah. series. This year, I watched the Bourne franchise. Mm-hmm. You talked about that last episode. Even, yeah. yeah, even yeah. the even the the one with Jeremy Renner, and then yeah. the and the fifth one with Jason Bourne. And so, <clears throat> I was on the phone with a friend of mine. Shout out Marissa. She doesn't listen to the pod, but yeah. shouts anyway. And uh, I just like called her because I hadn't talked to her in a couple, you know, a couple weeks, months, whatever. And I'm driving home from work, and it's like Sunday night. Yeah, call up Marissa, catch up on the phone. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, she's like, I don't want to tell you. Like, All right, well, <laughs> it just makes me want to know even more. Yeah, she's like, I'm, uh, I'm watching Twilight. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. She's, she's like, I don't know how it happened, but I can't seem to stop. Yeah, and I was like. It was like something, it was like an alcoholic having their first drink. I yeah. was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do that. Is it when it hits your lips? Yeah. You know? Now I watch those movies in the theater, you know, and I watch them mostly kind of like with like contempt. Disdain. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I was kind of like, I wonder if they're as bad as I remember them. Yeah. And that was a big motivation. Like, yeah, I wonder yeah. if they're as bad as I remember them. And if they are, then that will be just as much fun as if they aren't. Yes. And so, like, I think it was like three, four nights ago, I put on that first one. And it was late. Yeah. And I had to get up early for work the next day. And I finished that fucking movie. Yeah. Like, it was like 1230 in the morning when I was done with it. And it is so bad. It's so good. (laughs) It's so bad. So bad. It's so good. It's so good. And the next night... I started the second one. Yeah. 
And I'm going to see that through to the end, sir. What a, and I think yeah, what's interesting. Yeah. Time yeah, out. Yeah, no, I'm go not ahead. Done. Finish up. Yeah, you're, I'm not you're done. You're fine. You keep going. And I don't know what it is, if it's some sort of weird nostalgia. Because, I mean, this was like 2008, maybe? Yeah. I think so, yeah. But two mornings ago, on my drive to work, I put on an album that has, I think, among at least the people that I would consider my friends, has really fallen in its prestige yeah a lot to the point where it's almost like a joke and i had the same feeling of like i i don't care what the consequences are i have to listen to this album <sighs> yeah and like it was like a battle between my id and my super ego because my super ego is like do not play this on spotify because there are some people i know two people that will look at what i'm listening to <laughs> for inspiration of what they want to listen to yeah like this morning is going to be the morning that they decide to look at that and they're going to look at this and they're going to say, this man's dead to me. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Not anymore. But I still did it. And I listened to the entire album. I, I wanted to stop after like the second song. I was like, I, I've had my fix, but I just couldn't stop. I had to keep going. And that was Mumford and Sons, Sigh No More. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think... I think it came from the fact that I watched Twilight. It, yeah. Is there a connection there? Were they on the Twilight soundtrack? I don't think they were on the Twilight soundtrack. Maybe same, they were in one of the final movies, but I think it's just the same like era. Popular in the same era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never got super into them, but they sure have not aged well, it seems like. Um, well, so the interesting thing I would say now, they have not aged well, but Marcus Mumford has made, he's carved out like a sustainable yeah. career. And he was actually the musical director for the Apple TV show Shrinking. Okay. Which enjoyed yeah. some yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. like critical and, and fan yeah. success. Because I, you know, somebody, like three or four people recommended that show to me. So I went to watch it. And I only watched like 10 minutes at a time over the course of like four or five months. Yeah. It was just like a, I'm eating breakfast by myself. Kind of like, I'm yeah. going to watch this cause I don't have anything yeah. else. And, and he, like I saw in the credits, like musical director, Marcus Mumford. I was like, okay, good for you. Like, I'm happy for you, sir. Yeah. Um, and I think the only other thing where they've kind of popped up on the radio radar is like the banjo player from that band, like tweeted, at Oliver Anthony, it was like, if you need a banjo player, I'll play for you. Like, <laughs> get fucked, loser. Fuck off. Is that the same guy that like they kind of kicked out of the band? And they're didn't they kick him out for being a dickhead I don't or know. something? Um, I don't know. Is would Maybe. would Mumford and Sons are they included in the in the the wave of what is it called? Clap and stomp or whatever it was that genre of music called? Stomp and clap. Yeah. Stomp, are they stomp and clap? I don't. That, I don't. I wouldn't see. Here's the thing. They're a British band. It's playing what most people would consider to be like Americana. Americana, music. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would say that they're at least that, adjacent to that movement. Like they were, they absolutely. they rode the same wave. It's like I, I already bit this quote. Yeah, I've already said this about like when we were talking about Gregory Allen Iskoff. But I remember when that album first came out, Grizzles said, "It's all the same song, but I'll be damned if I don't like that song." Yeah, there. That's there's a truth to that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, 
But the, I would that is it. St- it's clap and stomp or it's stomp not, and clap. It, it, I don't know. It's, it's not that things, because, but, like Mumford and Sons, they're they're kind of like their their structure of songs is yeah. like like lead in with like the melody and like vocal. Yeah. And then like after verse two, it's like one big crescendo yeah. where they layer in all the other instruments, adding in intensity yeah, to yeah, the yeah, big yeah. bridge and then they're out, you know, and, and stomp and clap is usually like the establishing of that stomp and clap at the beginning. Yeah. And then they go quiet and then they come back harder. So it's, it's similar, you know? Yeah. They share, but I'm thinking like, um, yeah. Anyway, I, so that's what I've been yeah. consuming. I've been watching Twilight right. and, and listening to Mumford and just Sons. Living in 2007. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie has a fondness for that music because she that was like during her like formative music time. That was a big mm-hmm. deal, and so she really re-listens to some of that Stomp and Clap stuff. And I'm like, damn, this is like I thought this was okay when it was on the radio, and it sounds like shit now. It sounds like a Sarah live skit. All of it. It's like, this is not real, right? Like the Lumineers and stuff like that. I'm just like, what is what were they were? They thought that this was like reinventing the wheel and shit. Like they were going to take it, it back to this. Deal. Like, it was a big deal. Yeah. And it's like, so, I mean, there's a, there's a hint of that stuff in things that I like. Like there's a, like, oh, a, I think about you a lot on this. In, in my most recent playlist, I think it was like yeah. fall. 2023 i have a lumineers song that was like um, a bonus track on one of their albums where they're playing live at the ryman yeah they're playing one of their popular songs and i i like stumbled into it um i don't know how i stumbled into it but it was playing on like my home stereo and i was like wow that's actually that's pretty that's a neat version of that song i haven't listened to it in a while i'm gonna throw it on this playlist and at the end of the song the lead singer's like all right nashville are you ready and it's and then they go into the weakest breakdown i've ever heard (laughs) in my life and every time i hear that i think about you and bradley noel and saying i can play the guitar like a motherfucking riot i swear to god every time i'm like this is like you just you just said let me hear you and then you just went it's the same thing it's not even you didn't even go hard here you just went soft again it's like the weakest harmonica solo ever or something and that like yeah so bad it's It's so fucking bad i can't wait to go listen to it again oh wow yeah i'm pulling it up I want to because I want to be able to say what the song is because I want people to go listen to this. Yeah, because it's it's so it's so adorable. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I mean, there's bands of that era that kind of I think shared the same sort of uh, popularity wave. Uh, what is it's it? It's called "Slow It Down." Slow, Slow it, it down. down. Like, <laughs> <Slow>. <laughs> you go back around. Oh man, it's so anticlimactic. It's incredible. So and and to back to the 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 Twilight thing, like it is hard to people probably just don't realize how big of a phenomenon that was. That was a zeitgeist. It was such a big deal. It was such a big it deal. Was, people were so into it. And has anything like fallen off that hard from being a zeitgeist to being yes. completely forgotten? Yes. I mean, other things have, but I'm saying yes. like, you know what it is? What? Game of Thrones. I was about to say Game of Thrones. It's 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 Game of Thrones level of like 
and it didn't have some like disappointing ending. It was just disappointing throughout, but people just thought it was good. But yeah, that both of those properties have fallen off to the point of like, like, well, Twilight is like Game of Thrones elicits disgust. Twilight it elicits nothing from anyone anymore. There's no like, yeah. it's not even like fondly remembered in a like this was shit way. It's just like, uh, yeah, that was that. Yeah, I remember the funny Saturday Night Live skits about that. Like, that's about it, you know. I do love. I the thing is, is I I, I love Robert Pattinson and I and I like Kristen Stewart. Like, they've gone on to do things that I really like. Well, that was the thing um, that I was thinking as I was like um, watching the first movie. I, I put up a poll yeah. on my Instagram. There was a picture of Taylor <clears throat> Sheridan. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's the kid that plays the werewolf. I'm yeah. like, did this is his name Taylor Sheridan? Did I get that right? I think Taylor Sheridan is the guy that writes Taylor, Yellowstone. Yeah, no, no, Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner, yeah. Yeah. Taylor Lautner. And I was like, did this guy fall off because because Bella chose Edward, or did he fall off because he was always a clown? And it I was surprised at how many people think that he wasn't a clown. And I had a couple of people slide into my DMs, like really writing hard for Twilight. <laughs> and like, I'm really glad that you're going. And one, one girl who's a big Swifty was like, he's my favorite of Taylor's exes. And the song that she wrote him was just so beautiful. And he supported her through all the Kanye problems. And I was like, whoa, like, we, wow, we that's need to pump the brakes. There's some deep, there's something going on there with that. Uh, <laughs> I think he, he, yeah, why didn't he go on to have a decent acting career? Because the other two, because he was a he was just a karate theater kid yeah. who didn't actually act well, and like, I mean, I think I think he I think his his career fell off because he seriously tried to do karate on Saturday Night Live. He that's what he that's, he, he tried to. I do I put that? that up there with yeah. Ashley Simpson lip lip sync. I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to go look that up because I don't remember that. That I'm was sure a part of his opening that, monologue. Yeah. Like he did like a board break. Okay, yeah, that was that's not a good thing to do. That's you not, can't yeah, come back can't from do that. that. No, I do not think his career was helped by he was the negative thing about a negative like a movie that was like kind of shit. Like he got, you know, he didn't get picked. He got. Yeah, he was the yeah. negative, like, you get out of here, loser, in that movie. And then everybody's like, yeah, okay, get out of here, loser. Maybe, maybe. Like, <laughs> yeah. He did, like, a couple of action movies yeah. afterward where, like, he was trying to do karate in yeah. those action movies. And then that was it. He's going to be the new, uh, what's his name? That uh, Steven Seagal. He's going <laughs> to, they should do a movie together. There's no, there's no have, news. They Steven probably Seagal. have. There's only Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, true. That's interesting. Um, this sort of like movies you watch during that period of time evokes the same feeling for me as when I would go home for the holidays in college. I would go home like, you know, several weeks early or whatever for Christmas. Um, and Superstation TBS would on one of the weekends before Christmas would run the 007 marathon. Ooh. And they weren't in order. It wasn't in release order or anything. It was just like somebody chose handpicked curated okay we're gonna play for your eyes only and then we're gonna play diamonds are forever and then we're gonna do this and that and it was before netflix or anything so had no control over it it's just like my dad and i were like glued to the tv like oh my god you know uh you know for your eyes only is coming on at seven we're gonna watch that one 
That's a great one. I remember, like, you know, uh, the Spy Who Loved Me is coming on later, so we got to stay up for that one. And it was such a thing. Yeah. Like, it was awesome to, like, kind of experience that. And I think it's that you're kind of chasing the same thing with those movies that you want to, like, fill that downtime yeah. with. But they can yeah, just exactly. kind of be on. They can just be on. Yeah. You don't really have to, like, commit too much to them, but you just yeah. make you feel good to watch them or whatever. Uh, that's that same kind of vibe. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna last. I yeah. don't think that like five years from now, I'm still really gonna, gonna want to watch Born Again. Yeah, but I'm gonna want to find series of movies that are like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, good. you gotta have at least three. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have series like that you can you kind of rewatch and just kind of put on the background. Um, yeah. I did. Have I said that we're watching the Shield? Have I told you that? No. It's a rewatch no. for me. I watched it years and years ago. Um, we're re- we're watching it. It is. I remember liking it a lot better the first time I saw it, but now it has influenced enough things that are better than it that yeah, it does not age well. So it was very cutting edge at the time. It was very much like it it, it aligns with the wire. It's almost the same time frame as when the wire was being done. It's not of the quality of the wire, obviously, but it it pushes the same boundaries in a way that was like this is kind of cool that like these kind of things weren't done on t- t- particularly network TV at the time. Some yeah. of it is just like, oh, this is ugh, it's a lot of like five finger death punch on the soundtrack and stuff. And yeah. like the soundtrack is fucking horrible to it. <laughs> it is awful. Um, It is just like stained. Michael Chiklis is like for every time he he's a good actor and he's very good in that role. But sometimes he's so too earnest in the role. And it's just like it just becomes parody. Yeah. Um, as Vic Mackey, you know, the, I'm the bad, and he's got his tight t-shirt, his t-shirts are too tight, and like he's got his. Yeah, arms he's Dana like, White. He's uh, like the prototype yes, Dana White. Yes, Dana White. <laughs> Jackie just keeps going. He looks like a thumb, and it just takes me out every time. But th- there's good acting in it. Um, CCH Pounder is really good in it. Who plays one of the detectives? Um, she's like the uh-huh. main detective, and um, you know, there's there's some good. And Walton Goggins is incredible in anything he's in, but. Ooh, it is. Some of it is not aged well, and it's like ugh, some of it just makes me be like just depressed afterwards. So we're kind of here's slow. A, here's a connection it. between yeah. you and me. Yeah, Walton Goggins is in the first Bourne movie. Is oh yeah, I think you mentioned that last time. That seems tiny I mean, I, little bit part. I love him. I love him. Yeah, Uncle Baby <clears throat> Billy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that one movie I I did watch that is still just as good as the first time I watched it in the past couple of weeks is Sicario. Yeah. We watched Sicario too. Sheridan. Yeah. Did, did I mention that? Um, we watched no. it as part of our, uh, we did action August or whatever. Sure. Jackie. Hmm. And I picked yeah. that it was, I was like, I don't know if this is an action movie, but it's classified as an action movie. There are action sequences in it. So, sure. um, it kind of subverts the action genre, um, in a way. And it, it that's mo- just wanted to say that. that movie is, yeah, I wanted to sound smart, but, that movie's so cool because it 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 twists things so much. Like you think Emily Blunt's the main character, and she's really not. <laughs> but she is the main character, but she doesn't get treated like a main character like at times. So you know, yeah. it's like it, there's and there's this shift in tone at the end of the movie. I won't spoil anything, but there's this shift in tone at the end of the movie that you're like, oh, I thought this movie was about something else, and it's about this. Uh, yeah, so good. Have you, did you watched the sequel? Yeah. I watched the sequel when it came out. I don't remember anything about the sequel. 
it's about Benicio del Toro. It wasn't, it wasn't the same thing. It's not written by Taylor Sheridan, so <laughs> I don't know if that's. I, I really like that director, Denny Villeneuve or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. He has a very like particular style, and yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, underrated, I think. Uh, people don't. I think maybe that's the trilogy that I need to watch is the three Taylor Sheridan movies that he wrote before Yellowstone. Yeah. Which is that one, Hell or High Water and Wind River. Have you, have you seen all three of them? You've seen, I haven't watched Wind River, but you've seen uh, Hell or High Water. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good movie. Um, and Wind River is good. It's a little, I have problems with it, but I, I, I won't, we'll talk about that after you watch it. Um, problems with Jeremy Renner are not my problems. No, it's not about that. It's just about sort of the point of view of the movie and stuff. But it's a, I think it's well done. A lot of people I knew didn't like it, but I liked it. Um, uh, yeah, oh, so man. Did, you, did you have any other consuming? No, that was just so, those two things. Okay, just I, like, just fishing for text messages, really. All right. I see. Uh, I have two more things. So I have one yeah, thing cool. that I would classify as both a Thanksgiving movie and a Christmas movie that we watched that I'd never seen before. Okay. Uh, it is uh, the classic film Miracle on 34th Street, okay. 1948 or something, I think. Um, yeah. Jackie wanted to watch it. She has fond memories of it. I've never seen it before. Uh, I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. It starts the whole opening of that movie is uh, basically the th- the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and there's some yeah. really good cinematography of them going down the road with the parade, and you feel like you're in the parade. Yeah, uh, and like Thanksgiving is a big part of the beginning of that movie. Like they're, they're the, the stores are closed because thanks it's Thanksgiving and blah blah blah, and so it's kind of an interesting. I was like, wow, that movie can almost classify as a Thanksgiving movie, even though it's also a uh, Christmas movie. Um, the the courtroom scenes in that movie are kind of awesome. The acting in that those scenes are really great, uh, and they it it goes in a different this is, direction. This is the black and white one, the black and white one, yeah, yeah. There's okay, a remake, right. but yeah, just like the courtroom scenes are like, I was like, wow, this is a Christmas movie, and they're like fighting over like the definition of Santa Claus in this courtroom. It's very okay. very interesting for especially particularly Twelve Angry Men, but for Christmas, kind of yeah. And and the fact that it was like a movie in the in the forties, the main actress is divorced. Her character is divorced in the film, which I Whoa, thought was kind of like, wow. Well, I mean, it seems like kind of like progressive writing for the time. And the guy that plays Santa Claus is just really great in it, um, or that you know claims to be Santa Claus in it. Okay. I think it's I thought it was really good. It's not it's not sappy and sentimental. It, it You can see where it has influenced all these other Christmas movies. Like it really like Elf is almost like a retelling of this movie in a way. But okay. it removes the sappy shit out of it. You know, like I guess the sappy stuff hadn't been invented yet or something. Um, there's not a lot of like, well, if we all believe in Christmas magic and hold hands, then this Santa Claus will fly. Like there's no shit like that in it. It's very like grounded in reality um but anyway i i i just i just brought it up because i liked it a lot more than i, I expected not to have an opinion on it and i was like wow it's actually right, pretty right, good right. So, i don't know yeah maybe i'll just check that out yeah this might be a good one for your christmas watching um and then the last thing is uh do you, you know who Corinne bailey ray is yeah uh put your records on 
Yeah. F- fantastic song, right? Really just great. Great song. Great song. Yeah. Great storytelling in that. Um, I, every couple of years, I wonder what happened to her and I'll look her up. And I know that her, like, her husband tragically died and she got out of music for a while and this and that. And I looked her up like a week ago and I was like, oh, okay. And then I discovered that she's released a new album this year and it's called uh, Black Rainbows. And it's making a lot of people's list for top albums of the year. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, it's really interesting. I don't even know how to describe it. It's very like a fusion of a lot of different stuff. You know, she's got kind of her her original that that album with Put Your Records On had a lot of jazz influence to it. There's some of that, but there's like uh, rock influence in it. And like there's just a lot of it kind of genre bends. And I'm not I've listened to like three quarters of it. And I need to finish it, but it's really good so far. So. I did not expect to uh, to be listening to a Corinne Bailey Ray album this year. So I know I, I got to check that out. Yeah, put it on your list. See if you like it. Um, yeah, but that's that's all my consuming. So you got anything else? I'm just you know I mean those of you that are listening, I hope you have a good holiday season. Yeah, enjoy the uh, winter time. Find some appreciation in the present moment. Learn to love better. Yeah. You know, whatever. Or go fuck yourself if you're Jake. <laughs> yeah, just Jake specifically. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, not Jake specific. Don't do that. I'm not. He sent me is a, a screenshot from a Spotify rap. He one of his top genres was dirty south rap. <laughs> Jake, please send me like, your screenshots. Please send me your Spotify wrapped. Anybody listening <laughs> to this, please send me your Spotify wrapped. I want to see see ones that are more accurate than mine send, send them to us um yeah just just do it uh let me ask you a question yeah, real quick sure i think i know what the answer is in fact i know what you are and if you disagree with me you're wrong if you were in hogwarts what house would you be in slytherin <laughs> what What? <laughs> the the speed and lack of hesitation with which you answered that question is made me change my mind. What did what did you what were you gonna say I was in? I thought you're gonna be Ravenclaw, but no, you're Slytherin. No, you're right. Yeah. You got the ponytail to prove it. I I, I would like to be in Ravenclaw. It's got the coolest name, but you know. Slytherin's a pretty cool name. It is, but you know. What do you think I am? Uh, Hufflepuff. Sitting around a fire with some friends the other night. Yeah. We were talking about that. Yeah. And putting people in houses and stuff like that. We were going through everybody because there was like five of us. Yeah. We know like 20 people all together. And today I put up on my Instagram story. Don't let people bully you out of sharing your own little musical anecdotes. I like learning about you. I bet your other friends do too. And it's me in front of the a gumball machine. Yeah. And that like in the gumball machine, I wrote like your Spotify wrapped. Yeah. And one of the people from that fire DM me and said, This is true Hufflepuff energy. <laughs> Did they all agree that you were Hufflepuff too? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the one that had unanimous, uh, yeah. you know, consent was yeah. like, "I'm, I'm Hufflepuff," 
which I'm not mad at. Like true Hufflepuff wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where like, good. where would you put Matt? <laughs> what is Matt? I, oh man, what is Matt? I think, I think Matt's Hufflepuff as well. You think so? I think Matt's down here in the Slytherin with me, but. Matt's not a Slytherin. I no, think Matt's so. Matt's he's, he's like too. He wants like too people kind. to think he is though. He wants yeah, yeah. He wants people. Yeah, he wants to be fake. Gryffindor. That's yeah. what he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, he yeah. wishes he was Gryffindor. Yeah. That Josh is Gryffindor. Yeah, Josh is definitely Gryffindor. What's Mikey? Mikey. I guess Mikey's Gryffindor too. He's like he's like Kinda, low key Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. He's like you. You think he's Hufflepuff, but like yeah. when push comes to shove, he's Gryffindor. He's kind of Gryffindor. Yeah, he's got some Gryffindor ishness. What's, what's Jake? Jake is Slytherin for sure. <laughs> yeah, Jake is Slytherin. I gotta just like we gotta be real on that one. What's Trip? Trip. Trip's Hufflepuff. Yeah, trip's you gotta Hufflepuff. be Hufflepuff. See, you don't don't say that like it's derogatory. No, I'm not. It's not embarrassing I'm not. to be Hufflepuff. I'm just like it's the easy answer for him, but it's like, all right. Yeah. What's Clave? Clave. Clave's probably Ravenclaw. Delaney's Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah. All I right. agree with that. All right. Uh, if you want to. Email us your Spotify wrapped. You can email it to I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, you can, have you checked that email address? Does it go to your? I think it goes to my email. It goes, too, but it yeah, goes to my email. Yeah, ain't nobody nobody ever sends anything. Um, I, I only like like I O L T O S dot com is our shitty website, and you can find us where uh, podcasts are found. I think uh, definitely on Spotify, maybe on Apple. Somebody tell us if we're on Apple. Um, I guess it's everything. We out. See you next time. Have a good night.